This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. And the number is 412-919-1316. You're back in the locker room, and here we are in our second hour. In the first hour, we had the great Bob Labriola come on discussing a lot of stuff, and we had a lot of ball with that. We even found out who a bard was, and that was, of course, William Shakespeare, uh, who wrote The Comedy of Errors, which was a play, and he was, I guess, the bard is the equivalent of the modern-day troubadour or those that uh, participate in plays and so forth. So that's... Something that we learned about, we, you know, you had to, uh, that's, you know, just how we, we, we like to involve people in learning in the locker room, you know? I mean, that's the way it was. You learn about things, and I can just, I could imagine myself sitting there in the locker room, labs after, after practice, and going, what's a bard? <laughs> I mean, what's a bard, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get yeah, that explained it, to you. <clears throat> Well, I mean, you know, when you look at it, you you have to say, you know, I I wonder, so therefore I am, and and all of these. <laughs> I wonder, so therefore things, I am. Okay. You know, you, you just you wonder, hey, you know what? This is something that I I need to uh, I need to get handled, and we handle it. That's that's what we do. Okay, here. that's cool. Well, one of the things I'm going to be wondering about is, uh, well, we're going to have the Mike Tomlin press conference coming up after following this show here. Um, and Mike will be able to kind of uh, let us know what's going on because one of the things I wonder is about you got Kevin Dotson and Trey Turner. How often do you have both starting guards go out with ankle injuries? That doesn't happen very often. Uh, you know, you you look at that and uh, Kevin played 33 snaps, Trey 51 out of a total of uh, 87, I believe. But uh, B.J. Finney was inactive; his back was bothering him. J.C. Hassenauer and Joe Hag filled in. Hassenauer at the left guard. Hag at the right, um, and I, I'll say this, Mason in 50 passing attempts wasn't sacked. Najee, we know he got 105 yards. Um, you know, that's uh, that's pretty good work by the two guys that stepped in. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it, it was it was quality, right? He, he didn't necessarily hurt you, um, you know, but it, it, it didn't – I don't feel like it accentuated the, the true strength of this team. I think we relied – too much on that arm uh, of Mason, right? I mean, he did he did finish with sixty percent, right? He was a sixty percent passer right. uh, on the day, thirty of fifty, right down the middle. I mean, it gets very easy math. Three out of five, right? There well, you go. Um, you I'm know, all I, over I, that. I I was thinking it was at least there we go. fifty. <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, I'm not. We're, we're not. We don't have enough time. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> I need to do flashcards. Next time yeah, your exactly. little girls are doing flashcards, I need to do it with I was, them. I was about to say, Waverly has some division flashcards here. I think that might. She be would of smoke some me, man. To you. Yeah, <laughs> but but I but I think I think but I think it was just once again. It, I wish that Najee's rush attempts would have been Mason's pass attempts. Yeah, and the other way around. You know exactly. What I'm so that's that's really it in a nutshell. You yeah, know what I mean? That, 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 that's really it. Especially when you saw that Kendrick Green was kind of struggling with the snap, because yes. when we did finally have that over the head fumbled type snap. There was a progression in that wolf. That wasn't the first time he like shot one hot, you know, right. up up and away. Uh, 
he had a couple of them, and Mason just righted the wrong. Yes. Because there was a couple of times where he had it looked like an Allen Iverson crossover, like he was bringing it behind the back to bring <laughs> it back in. Right. I mean, so so that that's when you should have gotten a clue that, you know what, the conditions aren't feeling that well, let's get him under center a little bit more. True. You, you know, let's not put him in shotgun as much, and let's try and mitigate this damage. The ball was wet. I mean, I talked about it. Like, you know, when the ball came to the sidelines, it rolled near a heater. It just started smoking. Right. Because that's how wet and cold it was um, that you were getting that type of reaction from the heater. Um, And so why just put yourself in that situation? And it's almost like we watched what the Lions did and we're like, that looks neat. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's working, I'm not doing that. And to the tune of having so many rushing yards. And I think it's almost one of those things when you talk about the emphasis in the season, right? Why did Randy Finkner get get released and let go of his position and elevate Matt Canada was because Mr. Rooney wanted to run the football more. And they said, hey, we're going to run the football more. And I think what he was trying to get at was, let's run the football more than we pass it. <laughs> you know what yes. I'm saying? Like, well, you need a greater when, balance. when it dictates. Yeah, you need a greater balance. And that balance still stayed skewed. Uh, it still leaned heavy pass. And – If you looked at the beginning of the game, Wolf, which I know you did. Yes. Those scripted top 15 plays, Mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of motion. No. And it was right to the point. It was down and dirty. Like, listen, see ball, hit ball, right? See man, block man. It was no fancy motions. They just lined up and they just went. And sometimes I think we, you know, we look at football and I think coordinators outthink themselves. It can't be this easy if the guy just lines up. They're disguising something. There's something they're not telling me. Well, until they prove otherwise, that's why you run plays, right? It's a chess match. You have to put the pawn out in the middle of, of, of the chessboard to see if he's going to be attacked and how you can protect him, right? You either move a pawn up. You move a knight into a position that can take that spot if you try and take their pawn. You know, it's almost like putting the bait out there and seeing if they'll bite. And... They, they didn't bite. We had success. Right. So I think that was one of the tough things that was, you know, to come to grips with was why are we out thinking and thinking eight plays ahead of time when we should be just focusing on the information that's given to us, you know, especially in the top 15, right? You put all those things in there to set things up later in the game, and it didn't look like we set anything up is, is what the problem was. Well, if I look at the first drive, and that was – like you said, that was a terrific drive. Okay, so you got the first thing off is he starts off throwing to his compadre from uh, Oklahoma State, right? He's going to throw yeah. it to James Washington. He finished off the drive throwing to James Washington for a touchdown. You, you, in the middle of it, he threw one up and got a P.I. when James Washington drew a, a pass interference off of, uh, I think, uh, Amani. Uh, Amani O or whoever it was, you know, that corner that he's running with. Yeah. Um, that's – that, that sets the table, but the whole point is, out of that 83 yards on that opening drive, 21 of them were Najee Harris hoofing it, and you could see right away that the, the Lions were not, were not going to be able to defend that run. You know, And that's one of the things that, that just absolutely just makes me go gonkers because this was, like you said, if you flip it around and you run the ball 50 times, whoever – running the ball, but it'd be nice to have Najee over, you know, 35, 40 times just to give him a whack at it. But certainly that sort of running game and finish that thing off with some more power running. I, I don't care. I mean, the touchdown was great. 
Don't don't misunderstand me. But when you come out to an, uh, another series later and you start off with a, a nine-yard pass to Derek Watt, so it's second and one, boy, to me, that's the time. Hey, uh, eligible, number 72, Zach Banner, roll on out here. Let's get an easy first hey. down. Yes, you're hey, doing do, the do signal the by the do, referee. Do the front swipe. Do yes, the front, the front swipe. swipe. The there you go. <clears throat> I mean, get yeah. Zooks, man. Go out there and just pound that ball. And let. to me, you could run uh, Zach three times in a row. You know, you got second and one. Yeah. You could, you know, get that second and one. You got a first and ten. Keep him out there. He might have had a second and five and maybe another one, you know, and, and get to another makeable third down and then, then go on about doing some other things. But here's the thing that you do. You've set a tone and you've created a situation now where the Lions, you, you bloodied their nose first. All right, they're already down. You've got that opportunity now to put the boots to them a little bit more in the first half than, you know, just going on waiting to the second half. You can get start early with the body beat down. Well, and that's swelling the left eye, right, Wolf? Exactly. Cut me, Mick. Listen, cut me. Yeah. Cut me. Cut me. Hey, hey. can you see? Can you see? You got the guy on the back of the head tapping the back of your head to let yep. you know the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you wanted to do. You wanted to punch them in the face, swell that eye up to where they can't react as well, and then you just continue to wear them down with body shots. Right. And we didn't get the body shot. And, that, and that's what Zach Banner is. He's the tenderizer. Yeah, you know, you know. Hey, listen, put you him gotta, on the edge. Let let him pound. Marinate those guys. In. Yep. Exactly. Marinate better than better than some short ribs. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that's what you have to do in those, especially in those type of games. It's muddy. It's dirty. It's ugly. It's not great. It's miserable. I want to make the other team feel more miserable than me. When I pass the ball, they are they are getting comfort, and I don't want to give comfort. No, you know, in, in those instances, I want to make it to where you're like, no, coach, I don't want to go back in. Well, here's those guys over there. They keep beating me up. Exactly. <laughs> Max, think about it. You got wet ground. The field is chewed up a little bit from uh, a number oh. of games in a short period of time. So that field is chewed up. Guys are hitting the ground. You don't want to be on the ground, you know what I mean, unless you're a hog. You know, you you, you wallow in it. That's what we do, you know. The that, discomfortableness exactly. that, that the skill set with the quote-unquote skill receivers, you know, the skill players, uh, like yeah. like third and nine with a with a uh, a, a man-eating quarterback hunting uh, Doberman with his ears pinned back uh, on third and nine, 300 pounds, like moving backwards and being able to stop somebody like that is not a skill. That's a very good skill. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, think about this. When, when, you, when you get hogs on a farm. Yes. And you build a pen for them. Mm-hmm. Do you build it in the nice grassy area or do you build it in a muddy, you know, just okay circumstance when you're building that pen? Okay, let me because tell you. pigs need mud. Right? That's right, but this is how it's done. Generally, it starts off grassy and then it turns into a field of mud. Okay, because that's yeah, what we play exactly. in. <laughs> but what I'm saying, but 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 that's what that's what we look for, right? And this was this was ripe and perfect for that. <laughs> this was the perfect environment for guys to just go and go belly to belly, and just continue to fight, snarl, scratch, dig, throw, fall over, pick back up, roll around in, and allow it to be a dirty game. And I thought we had the better lineman to do that. We just didn't showcase it. I would agree with that. To finish off now, Kevin Dotson, Trey Turner, ankle injuries. How much do you think 
excuse me, that could set us back. Had a little uh, blurb there. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it can because I think now 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 you're playing musical chairs with the offensive line. Yeah, this you is know, a problem. Uh, yeah, and especially if we don't know the status of B.J. Finney as well yep. and his back and how he's feeling. Um, that's going to be another thing because automatically, boom, you throw in B.J. You say B.J. is going to be one of those two starters if they can't play. Um, and then you're like, okay, J.C. Hassenauer will be your next, but J.C. is also your backup center. Right. So you have to be smart about how you utilize him and getting him in the game because you know if anything happens to Kendrick, he has to then slide over. Yep. And you've got Joe Haig, um, who's, who's a utility do-it-all guy, but let's face it, I would rather see Joe playing the tackles as that sort But of I will guy say this. I was – I was – Pleasantly surprised watching Joe Haig show some real savviness on some of the pass pros. You know, not leaving your wingman, not, you know, abandoning the, either the center or the tackle, but being able to play in between. You appreciate guys like that because you cannot I, I survive it. a tackle unless you got a wingman. Well, and I think because he because he has played tackle and is is our swing tackle, right. he knows what it feels like. He knows right. what he would need. Yes, and he knows to give that right. Is it's, it's a it's it's one of those things where you can play from a point of sympathy. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> listen, I know how it is to be out there. Don't worry, I got the hand. I got eyes over there. Just know that I have a hand here for the center, but I'm looking at you, bud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like that. And but but that's the thing is like. Joe is great at that. Joe's great. That's why we have him as our swing guy because yeah. he can play all four positions. Yes. But when we're looking at the strength for an entire game and prepping a right. game, I like Joe in spot duty at guard versus right. full duty at guard. You know what I'm saying? And I think I that's do. where we have to kind of figure out how does that rotation work um, in those situations. And can Zach give you some guard? That's the other thing. We're trying to figure out how to get Zach in the game. If you're not going to put him at jumbo tight end, you know, do you try and put him at right guard and give him a shot at that? Because that's a humongous body to get around. That is of how you shake it. That is, and, and that makes that right side pretty formidable. If you don't have Trey Turner, it's not a it's not it's not a bad. I'm just throwing out ideas here. Right. I, know, I, I know I have no insight into Adrian Clem's mindset and how right. he's approaching this week because we don't know the status of Kevin Dotson or Trey Turner. But I can tell you this. Kevin Dotson got carted off, so that usually does not bode well for you right. playing next if week. You don't a guy finish who's been game. carted off a field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. All right, we got to go to break so that uh, we don't get carted off the field here. We'll be back with more right here. Carted it's Wolf. off the airwaves. <laughs> we'll start <laughs> the ninjas in the locker room. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room. And today we're going to have uh, the Mike Tomlin press conference following this show. So you want to make sure that you tune in because there's a lot of things to be listening to. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm interested in Dotson, uh, Trey Turner. Those are big things that we got to find out. You know, what what's the status? We know Minka is going to be down, but Ben... This would be today is supposed to be the first of his two tests that he has to pass to see if he's going to be uh, eligible to be able to play this weekend. So these are all things that um, inquiring minds want to know. So we'll be carrying the Mike Tomlin press conference again at the end of this show here. And Max, I got to tell you something, buddy. Um, You know, this game, you look at uh, 
Just a quick look over at uh, the L.A. Chargers, and I, I find it so hard to say L.A. Chargers. You know, it just I know, I it, know, it bugs I me. Just have to say Chargers. Yeah, just, Chargers. Just say Chargers. Just say Chargers. The, the Chargers. The Chargers. Because they that. should be in San Diego. Well, they, they should they be should in San Diego. Be. No doubt about it. All right, let's go to the phones. We got uh, Sarcastic Sword, Parts Unknown. Welcome to the locker room, Sword. Hey, thanks for letting me in, guys. Uh, after the game, uh, I heard Coach Tomlin say that down there when we were first in goal that uh, Detroit gave us a look. I guess if you're a team that's going to face the Steelers, if they get down to your five-yard line and you don't want to put up with Harris, you find a still shot of that uh, Lions defense at that time, and you you replicate it, and there'll be no Harris, I guess, uh, if you're going by that look, whatever whatever that was. Um, you know, even as bad as that was on that third down, uh, a play that was called had McLeod open, and if uh, Rudolph could hit him, uh, you had a touchdown, right. and, and all the talk about that whole series would have would have went away. And it's like you've said, Max uh, and, and Wolf, uh, the coordinator can only do so much. But although you know a coordinator, to me, it's like a guy that he builds a house that has fifty rooms, and he has to live in each one of them for some time to justify building a house with fifty rooms. And mm. and that's that's what an offensive coordinator is like. He has these plays, and to justify having them, uh, or to convince himself that those plays are what I should have, we have to use them. Whether it's Boswell rolling out to pass the ball, or uh, uh, three downs, uh, three or four downs inside the five yard line of, of passing plays. So I don't know. It's like you say that, that those guys are hard to figure out. Offensive coordinators. Yeah, I'm not going to get whole deep into the game. It was very frustrating to watch the tackling, especially. But I, I wished, uh, you know, we've got four good tight ends, very athletic guys. Three of them are dressed usually, and we we really didn't utilize the middle of that field uh, like I would have liked to seen with with the tight ends that we have. And there was too many of those jump balls on the sidelines down there. Uh, that are very difficult to come down with uh, in, in tight coverage. So the, the middle of the field is what kind of bothered me, not utilizing it uh, as much as I think we should have. Well, you make a point because without Chase Claypool, um, combat catches down the sidelines are a little more difficult, and that's where I thought uh, you might see um, you know, Eric Ebron being split out. If you come in with the two or three wide receivers set, I'm sorry, uh, two or three tight ends set, but then you end up splitting one guy out. You create a problem for the defense, and those matchups can be something that you can take advantage of with the large amount of bodies that we have available. I mean, think about it, because you've got four tight ends, as you talked about, with Mac, with uh, Max. I always get Max and Zach Banner mixed up. But, you know, here's the thing about it. If you got Zach Banner and you bring him into the game too and you still have – a couple of other pass-catching tight ends. One of the concepts that I love that I've seen them do is they'll send the six-twelve guy long, and they'll t- they'll take the Muth guy and, and short, so that you're creating a gap wherever you know over the top of the linebackers and underneath the linebackers, and it's going to create a problem for safeties. And I just I hope that they exploit that more because I think that's something that can really be uh, utilized by the Steelers to their great advantage. 
And Max, uh, you were on the sidelines. Did did Spillane get in at all? I mean, he he's I think a more physical presence in the middle, uh, especially when you're not worried that much about Goff's uh, passing abilities. Uh, he's a much stouter and physical tackler, I think, uh, than Bush or, or Schobert. And I don't I don't know. Maybe it's me. I didn't I didn't even see him on the field, and and I was wondering why. Yeah, no, I looked as well, and and you have to remember that he's mainly been their dime guy. Um, when teams run dime, Spillane comes in as as, as your main backer uh, in those situations. I think because of the formations that he just wasn't involved in the game plan with those formations because it was a lot of Oki, a lot of base 3-4 with your base starters, and then you did shift to maybe big or some type of hybrid big nickel um, in a lot of those situations, so Spillane was not in. You're absolutely right, and that was something that was question. You wonder, hey, would he get in and give them a blow and s- rotate out with them? And I, I did, I did not see it at all either. Sarcastic sword. So that, I know that's he, a very good observation. He's he's blamed for being well, not blamed, but he's noted for being a step behind Bush in coverage on on tight ends and whatnot. And speed wise, he is, but. Physically, I think he is a, a much better, a very good tackler in the middle. When he and, is, and that's what they needed on that day. And I, I'll tell you what, I watched a little Kansas City game, and I seen a guy named Ingram, who uh, looked like a wild man on Can- Kansas City's <laughs> defense. And uh, boy, I wish he'd have held on a few weeks before he left us. He, he certainly might have been uh, a guy to have uh, on Sunday there. No All right, guys, about it. thank you very much. Thanks, uh, Sord. Appreciate you. Take care. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Yeah, will do. Numbers 412-919-1316. Well, we got the phones going. Let's roll on. We got Ron in the car. Ron, you're in the locker room, buddy. Hello, First Ron. I'd like to say, hey, guys, how are you? Good. Uh, good. And, Max, you are just you're a natural at this. You, you, I don't know, boy. You, you've, you've done a great job since you've been in town, and, and you, you just really got it. And, Wolf, I, I don't Thank know. You. you know, you went you went to Syracuse, right? Absolutely, brother. And, and you didn't know what a bard was? I mean, all the English journalism and all this stuff. I mean, come on. <laughs> if you've been anyway. a listener to this show at any at all, you understand that I merely attended Syracuse. I, I was not a student at Syracuse. There's a big difference. Hey, I want to ask you about a possession. Uh, our last offensive possession in regulation, that's the one that drove me crazy. Of all of, all of our offensive possessions of the entire day, we held them uh, almost, I thought, out of safety on, on Goff. I, I really think it was a safety. But they punt. We get the ball at midfield. I mean, right at midfield on a fair catch. And we have – all we got to do is move the ball 10, 15 yards – Kill the clock, kick a, kick a field goal in overtime. And first down we throw. Second down we run, we get a couple yards. And third down we throw. And if we punt the ball back to them, ball goes into the end zone, they get the ball in the 25 and the game continues. We could have ended the game in that, that one possession if we would have just ran the ball four straight downs. Even if they wouldn't have, you know, just run the ball, run the ball. If you're close enough to, with the, the leg that our kicker has, you might have made the field goal, not just – Go for it on fourth down and kill clock and keep moving because, you know, the game was what it was. So that drives me crazy in terms of what Coach Tomlin talks about constantly. You know, um, the state of affairs is it is what it is in terms of the players that he has and the standard is the standard. 
Well, sometimes you have to adjust. You know, you don't have your starting quarterback in there. And so why are you asking this guy to throw the ball 50 times in the rain? Yeah. I mean, you have to make adjustments. And, and that's, I think, he, he the same exact game plan, the same formations that Ben runs, which I hate anyway. Uh, I love it when you guys put your, your fingers in the dirt as opposed oh, to uh, yeah. you know, that whole shotgun. Try, trying to get a running game generated out of the shotgun is just mind-boggling to me sometimes. Uh, you know, I just hate the little sidecar handoffs uh, as opposed to just putting them in an eye. Najee's a perfect guy to be in an eye just like Derrick Henry is, but uh, that's a whole other issue. But I, I think that last offensive possession – in regulation was the one that drove me wacky. It was three and out. We punted the ball back to them and gave them the ball on the 25-yard line. That game could have been over with before going to overtime. Well, you know, that's the problem. You know, hindsight is 20-20. Um, that's why the uh, the old rearview mirror is a lot smaller than the front windshield. Uh, you know, I the, we, we didn't go with all the metaphors we want to go with. The point is, yeah. you know, they called the, 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 the pass plays. Uh Mason, here's the thing that I loved about Mason. Uh, he, he stood up and he did a good job. I know a lot right. of people are sitting there, you know, they're screaming 50 times. Well, Mason didn't call 50 pass plays. Right. All right. Exactly. That was not him. It's not, it's not like Ben audibleizing and Ben can, you know, Ben has that authority to audibleize when he wants and change formations. I've seen so often when a fullback goes in, I'm thinking, what's this fullback doing on a slot? What's because Ben changed the play. Right. Okay. But the bottom line, Mason wasn't doing that. I think Mason actually played well, uh, considering. Oh, there's no uh, doubt he did. The, the rain. I mean, there's no the doubt rain. he did. Yes. He, he, threw, he threw one dirt ball, and, you know, in the end zone. It could have been. But I thought he played pretty well. And yet he's getting beat up by all the talk shows in town. Like, oh, he, he can't possibly be our quarterback of the future. We don't know that yet. We don't know that. You know, it's just. It's the. Uh, That's to be determined too, later. Who cares? Exactly. Right now is exactly. right now. That's the only thing that matters. It's how you That's perform right. right at this moment. For a guy to step in when his last active action was a couple months ago in preseason, and you step in and on a rainy, wet, cold, and sloppy day, you throw the ball fifty times, and it, right? You know, he had thirty completions. All right, you know, I mean, you did. Yep. They he did what they asked of him. I just wish they would have asked more of Najee rather than Mason. But that's and neither here nor there like now. He, it's not like he knew last Tuesday that he was going to be the starter, right? Okay, no it doubt. Wasn't, wasn't like they prepped him. I don't know what kind of you know what he took in terms of uh, snaps throughout. You know, there was a short week of practice anyway, but he didn't know until what Friday that he was going to be starting. Right? He didn't or know until Saturday. Night. Right. You know, but he did take uh, Wednesday and Thursday because Ben was, you know, healing up from injuries. But that's our, you know, the point is he still had enough, but he was competent. He was more than competent. He did. I'm a Mason fan. I just think this kid is better uh, than what a lot of people give him credit for. And I like the fact that he could come in on a Saturday night here. You know what? You're starting. Okay, well, let's sit down. What are you comfortable with? Boom. They go over the plays, and then he goes in and he performs the next day, and he put – the Steelers in position to win that game. And uh, it was unfortunate it was taken away. And uh, I know that, believe you me, Ron, if somebody was lost a game, I know what it feels like, uh, you know, to be that guy. And I know Deontay and I know that uh, Friermuth, those guys are, are disappointed. But it's one of right. those learning experiences that young people have to go through. Well, this, this is a situation where the standard can't always be the standard. You know, you've got to make adjustments. If that's what, if that's what the standard is, the standard means. You know, that means uh, you have your second-team quarterback. Don't 
ask him to do the same things Ben has to do, or you or you expect of Ben. That's all. You, you know, use your running game. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate the call. Thank, Thank you, Ron. We appreciate you, brother. Pleasure, Ron. I didn't even give Max a chance to to chime in, but I know. You know, well, you, I, you 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 were barding. I was barding. Bar- I overbarded myself. That, yeah. I overbarded yeah, myself. So. That's what we got to be careful yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to break. We'll be back with more phone calls. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. Back after this. This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. We're in the bell lap of the locker room here. We're going to roll on down to Georgia because Mark's waiting to get in the locker room. Mark, how you doing? Hello, Hi. Mark. Listen, I... Hey, guys, you hear me? Yeah, we got you, yeah, brother. We got you. Hey, I got a question, a comment, which is really a cultural reference, and I actually have a game ball to give out. Oh. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Okay, first, first the uh, cultural reference, uh, Mac... This is something I think even Wolf will appreciate. <laughs> you know, that, that little precursor, even, you know, you had to yeah. go there. You had to say even. <laughs> it's a qualifier. It's a qualifier. qualifier. I appreciate well, I that. Okay. In, in the Avengers movie, Captain America says, and then this, is, this relates to you guys talking about all the old war stories from back in the day. Right. Captain America says, if you're wounded, Get back in the fight. If you're dead, shake it off. <laughs> yes. Ah, I love that. Yes. You're right. Yes. Even I can understand that A- one, Mark. Absolutely right. That is perfect Marvel poetics at its finest. Thank poetics, you for that. Poetics, exactly. <laughs> the, question, the question is this. Since it was a tie and tomorrow is weigh-in Wednesday, do you guys just stand with one foot on the scale? Ooh. That's good. That's, no, you just, that's you an just intelligent admit, question. You just have to work out. You just have to work out. I think that that's what, that's what <laughs> I've come to, to It's not a loss. It's not a loss. Yeah, because it's not a loss. I'm not weighing, but I'm doing things that would promote weight loss. You know what I'm saying? So There you go. And finally, yeah. I do have a game ball, and I want to give it to who I call WLP, the world's largest punter. I think this guy has taken all kinds of criticism. This poor guy has gotten hammered, you know, in the Steelers media. And I think he did a wonderful job in the rain, the bad elements, the footing, all that stuff. And I think we need to show this guy a little bit of love to Presley Harvin III. Yeah, you know, I I'm, agree. I'm waiting for the first guy to go. Elvis has just left the building after one of his great punts. You know, <laughs> yeah. there you go. That's all we need. So there's a little, a little positive from all the negativity. That's what I got for you guys. Appreciate you, Mark. We always Thanks, can Mark. use a little ray of sunshine, even a Georgia yeah. peach sunshine, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. South Georgia today, buddy. Let me All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much, yeah. Mark. Appreciate you. Mark right. did, there. did you did you see what Mark did there, What's Wolf? That? I was gonna say, Mark, I saw that you gave the game yeah. ball to another native Georgian there also. I saw oh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm I'm actually I'm actually from uh, western Pennsylvania. I'm from uh okay. Uniontown. Oh, oh okay. Uniontown right, guy. Right. Hey, you know, I was up at uh last weekend. 
my bride and I, we got to go away, sneak away for a night or so, uh, up to the Stonehouse Inn. That's a great place Ooh. up there, man. Oh, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. He, he was being fancy. What's that? Have you been to Nemecolin? Oh, yeah. We've been there a number of times, and we decided to go old school. Stonehouse was built in 1822. Let me tell you something. They had some of the best prime rib fillet I've ever had, smothered in, uh, you know, onions and, and mushrooms. Oh, baby. Was that sweet. You know who owns, you know who owns that, don't you? Who's that? that? There was a guy, um, his name is Joe Hardy. He... Uh, he 84 lumber. 84 lumber. Oh yeah. From 84 PA. Wait, the stone house? Yeah. No, Nemecolon, right? No, no, Nemecolon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Man, that, that that place is a gem. Oh, it is. Did you ever golf up there? No, nah, I don't golf. My dad used to make me uh, haul his clubs up and down the Summit Golf Course outside of Uniontown. Right. It's a mountain course. And I used to have to haul those damn clubs up and down those damn mountains <laughs> after getting up at 6 o'clock on a Sunday. And, and I, I hated golf from that point forward. Well, I can only tell you, I up at Nemecolon, I, I had uh, I was six under par. Uh, but it was, um, uh, well, it was miniature golf, so it really wasn't anything Miniature big. golf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark, we got to roll on. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate you. All right, numbers. Well, let's see. I don't know if we're going to be able to take any more. We got one more. We got CR in Chicago, and I'm sure that Juan is somewhere around there. Hello, CR. Hey, good morning, guys. CR, still in Chicago. Hey, good and morning, guys. Juan, the Carolina Connection. Good morning, hey, fellas. What do you got? Oh, we appreciate you giving us the opportunity. Hey, man, we had 11 calls yesterday. That's one of our highest days on calls, and we had five first-time callers. Uh, which is uh, which is outstanding, man. Hey, you gotta love it. Yeah. Yep. More Steelers Nation. Uh, go ahead, Juan. Right. Hey, so guys, uh, which I was looking at, um, Joe Serbert, um, Coleman's talking about. He think the team doesn't practice well on tackling. What you guys got to say about that? What do you think, Max? Right. I've I've been yammering too much. You go ahead. Well, I mean, I, I think there comes a certain point where, you know. There's only so much you can do. I think that's that's kind of the thing. I mean, we have we you know we look at the injury report week to week, and it's not like you can go out there and just bang every day because we we don't have the bodies. I I think that's the other thing it comes down to is the health of the group. You can't risk the group for the sake of doing certain drills, and sometimes you have to trust that guys can mentally uh, prepare for it because you don't want to lose guys. I mean, look at Robert Woods, right? You you lose him in practice. Uh, to an ACL, and that's the fear when you get to this time of year. If you're going too hard, that you can risk injuries in in practice and not even get guys <clears> to the field on Sunday. So, you know, it, it is tough to not be able to rep those type of things. I mean, that's something you need to really harp on in the off season and and when you do get into preseason and training camp to really try and focus in on because you know that the deeper you go in the season, the less you hit. And that goes for everybody, right? I mean, even back in Wolf's Day, there was going to come a point where you didn't hit as much and as often as you would like to just because you're trying to save bodies for Sunday. Well, you never heard John Kolb talk about it. As Colby said, we had three – what do you say? played three games uh, a, a week, week and then, and then, one, then one, practice. One, one practice on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the way Chuck had it.
It was a little different back hey. in the day. Hey, guys, I, okay, I, see y'all going. I just wanted to hit on uh, last night's game, guys, which I thought was an excellent game. And it, it made me feel bad because I, I thought it should have been a Steelers game. On the 49ers, they had two possessions, on two possessions, 29 plays, 184 yards, uh, time of possession, eight minutes, 55 seconds, resulted in two touchdowns, 14 points. They rushed 44 times. It was only 15 of 19 for passing, and the total time of possession for the game was 39 minutes and three seconds, man. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's what we would love to have seen, and we just did not get that opportunity. And, you know, for whatever reason it was, um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to belabor it, but it yeah. would have been nice to have seen um, – you know, our offense kind of executes something to the similar status, um, knowing what our situation was going into the game uh, without having been. And when you put you want to put Mason in a position to be successful, I felt like we kind of dropped the ball on those opportunities to really get Mason involved and get him going early so that we could have more flexibility later in the game. And we didn't and we didn't get that. Yeah, you right. Um, hey, yesterday uh, people talked about uh, you were a large man, and so um, we, uh, I, we, Juan and I want to know when have you ever stood next to E. David Baker, and if so, you consider yourself to be a large man? No, no nobody's a large man compared to David Baker. No, nobody. <laughs> I, I, I will relinquish that title to David Baker. David Baker is one of the the most hulking. Uh, nicest human beings I've I've ever yep. stood next to, and he I, he would he would dwarf a lot of NBA guys. I'm hey, just gonna has be he ever played football? I'm trying to remember. I thought he no. he didn't play. I don't. No, think I don't think so either. But I do no. remember this. He was he was nearly 400 pounds when I met him. I mean, he was a yeah. huge I man. The, uh, I met him at the Hall of Fame uh, this past summer. So. It yeah. was amazing to meet him. And he's a gentle, uh, what, what you actually call a gentle giant. A yeah. real nice guy, man. Yeah. So, all right, guys, I know we got to get out of here because some other things going on. Uh, Juan and I have decided that <clears throat> based on Popper's demand, um, <clears throat> that's still in Chicago and the current connection, we have uh, agreed to give up the peasy cry of who ride. <laughs> and also okay. this is going to ease the pressure on, on Wolf trying to keep up with the count. So we're going back to the 19, uh, 2016 original closing. In the meantime, and in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Very good. Woo, woo. There the only, we oh, go. there. I was waiting for Juan to jump in for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, there we go. He, All right. he got it. You that nailed was it. perfect. Okay, Kudos, stuck the landing fellas. on that one. Way to go. All right. Thank you, fellas. We'll talk to you again. All right. So we take a look. We got uh, just a couple minutes here, Max. Uh, three minutes. All right, uh, no, no more time, right, Jacob? You said no more time. Who do we got? Okay, let's get Ernesto in. Ernesto, we're going to be real short here, brother. We got about thirty seconds or so. Hello, Ernesto. You're in the morning, locker room. Guys. Good morning. What's up, brother? Hey, uh, just really excited. Uh, finally getting the game out here in LA. Uh, I know I got thirty seconds. Uh, hopefully, uh, I get to meet you guys one day, man. I, I really would love it. It would be great. It would be our privilege and honor. And one thing I do love and enjoy is always the opportunity to meet with Steelers Nation and talk what we love, Steelers football. 
Will you guys be around the tailgating area? Uh, I don't even know what yeah. where that is at SoFi. I've never been there before, so I apologize, yeah. man. But you know, it's going to be one of those scrambles going in because this is not this is unfamiliar territory. Yeah, we're we're, we're, hey, we're rookies here. Yeah. We're rookies to this one. <laughs> Anything Yo, let's, else? Let's get into this Lions game, man. Let's go. Let, we're heading forward. Let's take the Chargers down. Sounds good. We appreciate yes. you, Ernesto. Any any I any quick comments? Uh, no, I just uh, just wanted to you know see if um, hopefully maybe uh, I could run into you guys at the game. Let you guys know I'm gonna be over there. Well, thank you so much. And if we get to meet, I would love it. But but I will tell you right now, uh, it's one of those deals where uh, we're on unfamiliar ground. So. Probably we're going to be stuck hey, where, hey, where we hey, are. It, it, it might be by accident because we don't know how to get in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ernesto, if you see the two of us walking around stupidly, come help us out, would you? Yeah, yeah. Come say hello because that means we don't know how to get in. All right. Thank you so much, Ernesto. Appreciate you, my friend. Oh, that's good. One thing you love about Steelers Nation, they're always helpful. All right. We got less than a minute, and we're going to go uh, as we wind up here. We're going to be going back or coming back to do and go down to the south side because we got the Mike Tomlin press conference, and I'm sure there's going to be a number of things that uh, the folks are going to want to hear from uh, head coach Mike Tomlin. But, Max, what do you got left for today, my friend? You're always busy. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I know. I'm, taping, I'm taping my podcast for SEC Radio today okay. um, on Field of 12, and then I have Stan's hit later on today. All right. As well, and then I'm prepping for my USC UCLA game on Saturday. Beautiful! So oh, you are that, such a so that's busy a man. Full day. That is yeah. a full day, brother. All right, say hello to your little girls for us, okay? All, All right, right, my friend. Do, we'll... Stay tuned, folks, because we're going to go to the Mike Tomlin press conference. When we come back, we'll be back after this.